What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite podcast where we dive into all the movie, TV, and entertainment news that happened over the past week. As always, we are your two hosts. My name is Josh. And my name is Willis. And uh, the Oscar nominations have released, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we dive into that, Willis, do you want to give us your content that you've been consuming this past oh, week? Man. All right, so we're going to keep these brief because we got a lot to talk about with these Oscar nominations here. Yes, we here. do. So the first one, and I'm doing this intentionally, the first thing, the first piece of content I ingested, conge- what's the word? Inge- Inge- uh, yeah. Yeah. The ingested. first piece of content I'm talking about today is <laughs> the Doctor Strange trailer from yes. the Super Bowl. From the Super Bowl and then released online, which is two different trailers mm-hmm. and has different footage in it. Holy shit, I'm losing my mind about this. Um, Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Like, the hype is so real for that. I I can't stop thinking about it. Reddit is going nuts about it, which is hilarious to watch because so (laughs) much of it is preposterous. Um, Of course. But, you know, I don't know how you up the hype from uh, three Spider-Man. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you do it by potentially introducing Professor Xavier into yes. the MCU. And I'm like, oh, I lost my mind. So that's all I'm going to say about that. We'll ha- maybe have to do like a full episode, you know, when it comes out or something like that. But um, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah. Yes. The no Doctor Strange home. trailer. Yes. Go watch both versions of it. Yeah. Um, because there's so much to unpack that like there's people that are pulling oh here i go i'm talking about it. there are people hey. pulling out single frames where they're going through like a portal and the other half of the portal is animated mm-hmm. and it's like oh are we directly tying into what if are we tying in into the 90s x-men like yeah. so much to unpack it, jesus christ it's yeah is it fucking <laughs> uh peter porker's universe Dude, the possibilities are absolutely endless. And since Crazy. No Way Home, I mean, like, they've upped the stakes to where, like, they kind of have to do this now for every movie where it's like, oh, yeah. you know, everyone's in this one. Like, I'm like, literally, like, I don't know how it gets higher than that. But, like, I said that after No Way Home. So. Right. And this one is directed by Sam Raimi. So it's like. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so hype. So hype. I can't even. Uh, and the other thing that I'm going to recommend the content I've been consuming is. A YouTube channel that I've come across that I feel like a lot of people might know about already, but I am mm. just learning about, um, and it's called CGP Gray, mm. um, and he does eight to fifteen minute videos that are, I guess, crudely animated would be the the way to say it. That has like a negative connotation, but it's animated stick figures. Oh, okay. Uh, and he goes into the most obscure like explainer kind of things like there's one on uh the federal code for interstate numbers um of like yeah like what what 95 and 495 mean oh and like how it compares to it's like this stuff that's like i have no real use for this knowledge but it's really fascinating to watch and he's really um he does does really good ones uh, really good story. So, oh hell yeah! Um, did one about who owns the Statue of Liberty? Oh okay. Uh, because apparently it's in dispute about whether or not uh, Liberty Island is part of New York or part of New Jersey. Oh shit! 
Fascinating. It's fascinating stuff, and I feel so <laughs> dorky watching it, but I'm like, it's so good. It's the stuff you never, like, knew you wanted to know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's, I, like, yeah, it's it's great. Um, All right, CGP So those great. are my two. CGP Charlie Gamma Pi. Sure. I guess, I don't know. What's the P? Roman, anyway, uh, Roman numeral. God. <laughs> anyway, CGP Gray with an E um, nice. on YouTube. Excellent. Nice. Um, Josh, what are your content recommendations? So my two are both going to be TV shows. I'll roll, roll through these pretty quickly as well. The first one I'm going to uh, tell you guys about is an Amazon Prime show that goes by the name of Reacher that I swear to God, I, I really thought this was going to be trash, and I watched all of it in two days. It is... Um, really? It's, yeah. It's, it's not like top tier prestige tv but it is yeah. a really really fun show uh with really decent acting a really fun premise and it's just an easy watch it's one of those things that you can kind of sit down and watch um it's definitely like like dad style humor and dad style <laughs> yeah. action but it's it's great it's it's obviously based off of the jack reacher books written by lee child um and it's just a good time man it's a really good time really easy to to kind of uh take down it's nothing that you have to think too hard about um yeah really fun action really kind of like witty one-liners that alan richson who's the star um yeah kind of comes up with which i did the only thing i know him from is blue mountain state which like i, I don't know he, <laughs> he's one of those guys that i feel like has just been kind of like floating around for the longest time yeah and like, like I'm, I, I was gonna say the same thing. I have his IMDb open here, and he was like one of the guys in Hunger Games Catching Fire. Like, mm-hmm. he's his most recent thing was he's uh, Hawk in Titans. Titans. The, um, yep. And like, he, there's just he's just been kind of floating around. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to see him take like a a leading role. It's fun. It's it's perfect because he is an enormous human being and Jack Reacher is supposed to be an enormous human being. Yeah. And it fits perfectly well. It's 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 a good time. So check it out. It's on nice. Amazon Prime. The other uh piece of content that I consumed in its entirety once again is an Apple TV Plus show that goes by the name of Calls, which you're the one who brought this to my attention yeah. like mid last year or something. This is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, I watched it two times this weekend, literally the whole season twice, because they're only like 10 minute episodes. Yeah. And basically, it is, I think, nine or 10 episodes that are just phone calls going back and forth between people. And they get more and more harrowing kind of as you go along mm-hmm. and you start to kind of piece more of the story together because you, you figure out that it's interlocking stories. And my God, is it a wild ride. Like by the end of each yeah. episode, I'm sitting there like feeling very uneasy. Like like yeah. Twilight Zone makes you feel like, should I be, like what should I be doing right now? It's the kind of Black <laughs> Mirror feeling. Yeah. So much so that when I finished it the first time, I was like, I need more. It was like two in the morning. I'm like, yeah. I need to watch more. I need more of this feeling because it just made me feel so crazy. Ooh. Um, so definitely uh, really odd because it's basically all audio. But yeah. pretty easy to watch, quote unquote. And, you know, the the actors involved are just all A-listers. Every single yeah. character and every single one is an A-list actor. Um, and they all do their part incredibly well. It feels like phone calls going back and forth between people, which is not an easy thing to make sound yeah. natural. They all sound completely natural. Some of them are being phoned into the police. Some of them are between siblings. Some of them are between spouses. And it's just, ooh, it's so cool. Really, really cool. Well done. Is it, would it work without its visual component? Like, could you listen to this as a podcast? 
Uh, yeah, you definitely could. Cause I, the second time around, I was listening to it while I was doing other stuff and it oh, works nice. better if you're like completely engaged with it because the visualizer does give you some sort of a connection between the two. And sure. like, there's some cool stuff going on, especially to the latter half of the season, but it's not necessary. It's something that's, that you could probably just listen to. Um, Fede Alvarez too, he directed and wrote the whole thing. So I'm like, okay. All guy. right. All right. Um, so yeah, that's on Apple TV plus and yeah, so that's those are our recommendations, uh, and let's let's get into this episode. So, like I said, big episode forty. Yeah, episode forty. That's crazy. Sorry, that's so yeah. crazy to think about. <laughs> we're coming up because we were talking about the Oscars in like our second episode uh, of last of last year. So yeah, we're coming up on a year uh, here. Yeah, that's sorry. That's, continue. I I just like I gotta throw that out there just to. No, it's good. I, thank our dear <laughs> listeners for sticking with us. Yes, honestly, honestly, and it's coming full circle. We're back. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so the the nominations were all released last week for like the entire Oscar slate, and we're gonna be going over not the entire nomination or the nominee list because there's just far too many to go into, but yeah. we're gonna be talking about some of the more notable ones. Obviously, you know, best picture, actors, stuff like that, and kind of some some of the little like idiosyncratic things going on throughout there. We are also gonna talk about uh, the hosts that were just announced today. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, today being Tuesday, uh, which is odd, and we'll get into our thoughts on on that. Yeah. Uh, and we're also going to talk about another thing that I was that was. Well, I'll get into it. But so <laughs> they released uh, a statement saying that they are going to um, basically. It's not an award, is it? What what are they they're doing? A they're fan favorite award, yeah. yeah reckon, I don't know, a fan favorite and most theatrical moment, I think, which is getting kind of brushed under the rug. But that's also yeah. really interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like a legitimate Oscar, but um, it's going to be talked about, I guess. <laughs> yeah. the The Academy uh, recognizing stuff outside of what they would normally recognize, maybe potentially. Maybe. And it's going to be chosen by the fans. It's going to be chosen Twitter. by regular, ordinary people uh, or anybody well, who's on people Twitter. People on Twitter. Yeah. yeah let's not, let's not, not regular people, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to get into today. We're going to start this off by talking about the news that happened today, which is they announced the hosts, which. Yes. Very interesting. Um, so the past few years, no hosts. Yeah, which I'm. Did cool they? With. When was the last time they had a host? Do you Ooh, know? I don't know off the top of my head. No. Because 2021 they didn't. 2020 they did. It might have been 2019. I don't know that for sure, but it's been a couple years. It has been a couple years, and I'm kind of okay with that. I've never thought the hosts were, especially in the past like decade or so, the strong yeah. point of the Oscars. Um. And it kind of gets them to the point a little bit quicker, which is which is always nice. Yeah. But so we have three hosts this year. Yes. Which is historic. Three female hosts never mm-hmm. happened before. Last time it was three hosts was something. Ooh, I want to say like forty or fifty years ago. Something. It's been like a long that. time. It's been yeah. a long time. And so they named Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall three comedians. Which. Yes. You know, they're all have they're bringing they're all bringing something to the table. Um, yeah, but I just kind of am feeling like 
well, did they just grab three random people out of a hat or like, was there some sort of a planning in here or why? Like, yeah. like why? Well, it, like it's one of those, it doesn't, I think what you're, you're grasping at here is it doesn't make as much sense as like when I think it was the Emmys had Tina Fey and Amy Poehler right. like that. You're like, yeah, no, totally. Those two belong together. Like to clear you know, that this yeah. is like three different people that are, it's like, cool, but I, I'm, I guess I don't, I, like, I don't really, it, I want to say this is probably dictated from the, what they're planning. Mm. I hope. Yeah. You know, it seemed like my hope is that, they have a standardized kind of format that they've built up and they're like, okay, we need three different hosts for these three parts or something like that. Sure. That would be my hope. I don't know how likely that is. I feel like it's much more likely that they were like, you know what? We need three comedians. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if they were all women. Yeah. Uh, what about these three? And then there we go. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Um, and with, as we get further into like talking about the nominees and everything, it worries me a little bit. I'm not the biggest Amy Schumer person. I've got no issues, obviously, yeah. with Wanda Sykes or Regina Hall. So I, I'm a little concerned about the direction things are going to take, especially when talking about some of these films that aren't necessarily as popular or as well known as some of the, you know, the the earlier Oscar ceremonies or Oscar yeah. award shows have been, which is interesting. So I don't know. I'm hoping it goes well but i have no real expectation at this point it's just kind of like a okay cool well the other thing that i find interesting is i'm like wanda sykes especially is always around but i'm like i can't think of anything specifically that she's doing right now no you know what i mean i, I know amy schumer has like a new show that's coming out or something like that but i don't know it might be a movie but like it's one of those i'm like i don't know why these three are like in the yeah, like why in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Why they grabbed them. I mean, Amy Schumer was in a couple was in at least one movie last year. I think she was in The Humans, um, which wasn't in any any of the categories, which is interesting. Uh but yeah, I, I really have no idea it seemed very random. When they when they announced them, I was kinda like, hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know how to react to this information. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. I this is how it's gonna be. So I guess we have no choice. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. And same with Regina Hall. I mean, I, I. Well, maybe she. No, she hasn't been. She hasn't really yeah. been doing anything major. I mean, nine perfect strangers. I, I guess, but sure. You know, but like even looking at the cast of Nine Perfect Strangers, I'm like, there's bigger grabs from that. You know. Right, exactly. And so very just it's just very odd, I guess. I'm sure they'll do a fine job. Uh, but it's just not exactly what I was expecting from this. I, I will say I feel like doing a fine job in the like I, I feel like the bar is not very high. No, it's not at all. You know what I mean? I'm like if they get a couple laughs at me, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, as long you as know. it's not a total bomb, I'm uh, yeah. looking up. <laughs> yeah. So But yeah, I, I cool. I guess yeah. we're going back to hosts. Yeah. Which was inevitable, I think. I, th- I think yeah. the Oscars love to be about the whole, the fanfare of it all, and they love it to be a real show, and that's why yeah. they have these musical acts, and they have they try and make it also a stand-up comedy routine, and it's... That's an interesting question. Are they doing the musical performances this year? Because that was the big thing they cut from last year to like deal with COVID and whatnot is, yeah. oh yeah, no like huge show, or also for time, but... It's true. It's true. 
we'll have That'll to be see. interesting. Yeah, I was. They did. They did those. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. They did the the musical performances um, during the red carpet pre show, which I mm-hmm. thought was like, oh, pretty cool. Like you get it, and like the people that don't really care about the musical performances can just not watch the red carpet. Exactly. It's it's kind of yeah. You're not yeah. forced into sitting through the <laughs> sitting yeah. through it during the entire ceremony. Yeah, so. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll do okay, and that's yeah. That's all I'm expecting. Let's talk about this very interesting uh, fan favorite section. Yeah. That's now being introduced. And if you think this is going to be something that they continue with going forward, I'll, I, I've, we'll have to see how it goes, I think. But <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it'll be interesting. Like, there's twofold to this. So we kind of touch it at the top, but basically, the Oscars is doing an online poll through Twitter to tweet your favorite film of 2021 uh and whichever film gets the most nominations or Mm -hmm. tweets is acknowledged in some way in some way yeah i don't know i don't know what that means um it will be interesting to see when they do it yeah because i think a big part of this is um let's get people to watch it let's get people to keep watching It'll um, go so, after Best Picture. <laughs> like, well, it would be wild. Like, it, there is the danger here of, oh yeah, this this is this whole thing, and then it'll just be a footnote at the end. They'll be like, yep, and they'll just <laughs> they'll just put it's the text on the screen. On the screen yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just put up a bar graph that's like, oh, here's your top five. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I feel like it will be at the end, if not like either between the actor and like Best Picture or just before it'll be it'll be late in the evening i feel like that's why the other one is there the most theatrical moment Mm -hmm. um, because that one they can knock out early um yeah but the goal here is definitely to get people to watch the oscars right um which like i get yeah i mean it's one of those it's like it's gonna be spider-man yeah (laughs) for both of those like (laughs) Uh, yeah i like it's one of those i I keep having arguments in my head of, okay, well, what could, what could put up a fight to Spider-Man No Way Home? And there are a couple there that I'm like, yeah, those were like really good. Those were good cinema moments. And I'm like, but like the people that are going to vote for No Way Home, and this is Twitter we're talking about, are going to far outnumbered anybody that's going to vote for anything else. Yeah. It's really interesting. (laughs) I think I met, I messaged you earlier. I was like, what would what will this be next year? Well, fuck, I was gonna say, like, when what will this be next year when we don't have Spider Man No Way Home, but we'll have Doctor Strange? We'll have Doctor and, Strange, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, what would this nomination look like if Spider Man No Way Home wasn't this year? Who kn- it could go any direction, like, it really could yeah. go any direction, like, and with Spider Man, like you were saying, people who saw zero movies still saw Spider Man. Like, that's just how it yeah. was. So it's kind of a no-brainer here. Man, it, I wonder, like, when they announce this, what's going to happen? Like, does somebody come up on stage? I don't know. Are they just going to say have, like, a represent- <laughs> That's why I'm like, I feel like this might be, like, a, a um, 
like on screen thing or something like that because it's like they're not gonna they just have like an oscar but it's like bronze or something like that just like right (laughs) right but it's like really an oscar but but like nobody is gonna be there from like the spider-man like well andrew garfield will be there well true (laughs) andrew garfield's gonna go up and like to receive the zendaya will be there you know that's true that's true (laughs) it would be it would be my favorite moment of tv on the like of all time, if Andrew Garfield and stood up and like accepted a faux Oscar on behalf of Spider Man No Way Home, that would be incredible. That and would for be- no other reason than the memes of him, of all the people that would be like, Oh, yeah, he gets the Oscar for denying he's in No Way Home. Yeah, <laughs> wow, I Spoilers. really want that to happen now. I really want, hey, if I, you haven't be, seen No Way Home, it would be amazing. <laughs> That would be incredible. The cinematic moment. I want to touch on that real quick before we get into the the, the yeah. big juicy stuff here. The sure. most theatrical moment, I believe it is. That's what I believe the wording was. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like best theater moment, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Very specifically like theater, mm-hmm. um, which is true because like, sorry, I'm looking at the uh, Oscar fan favorite and Oscars cheer moment is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'm like, it's again, it's Spider-Man is when the, I, I mean, for me, it's like either when the three of them land on the St- Statue of Liberty or uh, when Andrew Garfield first comes through the portal and you're like, oh, I was going to say when he goes to catch uh, MJ. MJ. Yeah. Also true. Because the theater yeah, yeah, yeah. was just like, oh, Everybody oh my lost, God. Yeah. Everyone um, lost their mind. And it's one of those. <laughs> it's like, you, you, if you're into it, and again, this is the, the you know population of twitter if you're into mm-hmm. spider-man like it's not going to get better than that and like most movies don't have things that could compete with that no there's no moment in belfast that's going to compete with Definitely you know something like, oh. like that yeah there's no movement maybe when it's like oh kenneth brana's character is reading a thor magazine um <laughs> but like you know like most i feel like most of the films that the Academy usually recognizes don't have cheer moments in theaters. That's a very specific kind of movie that has cheer moments. Um, yeah. It's so that'll be really big interesting. blockbuster stuff. Like that's what it it's going for. Um, yeah. And even Dune, I'm like, I don't remember ever having a moment in Dune where I was like, yeah, going absolutely insane. Um, I feel like there's a potential for that in Dune too, but Dune never really escalated yeah. to the point that it, like you were right. like, you know, right. It um, just kind of, it was good. But it was just kind of like, yeah, here it yeah. is. Very interesting, man. I, I yeah. cannot wait to see what happens with all of this. Because obviously it's going to be Spider-Man, but like, yeah. I want to see. I hope they show numbers in some capacity. Oh, yeah. Because I was following, like, digging through these these hashtags. And it's like, not a lot of people voting for cheer moment. And it's like a much more um, mm-hmm. widespread, like... You, you look at the um, Oscar fan favorite and it's all Spider-Man. You look yeah. at Oscar cheer moment and it's a lot of Spider-Man, but like a lot of Spencer, a mm-hmm. lot of, um, you know, well now I'm scrolling and it's just Spider-Man, but <laughs> you know. But it's like, uh, how do you, I don't cheer in a theater. Yeah. Really. Unless it's something that's worth cheering for. And like, oh. I guess Shang-Chi might have had a moment like that I, or two. Like. So I'm scrolling through here and uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I'm like, I cheered in that one. 
I cheered in that one sitting at my mm. on my couch at home. <laughs> I forgot that came out last year. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, mm. But I digress. Uh, That's it'll be call. interesting to see. And I hope they show numbers because I want to see like how I, I just want the bar graph, man. I just want the bar graph of like, here's how many people got Spider-Man and here's your other top five or something like that. Cause I want to know what those other right. ones are. But it's, it's interesting because is this kind of like a fuck you to themselves? Because like, obviously Spider-Man truck campaigned, it was never going to do it, but it campaigned to be up for best picture. If they yeah. just like, Oh, and everyone in the whole world unanimously loved this movie the most, and we didn't like give a shit about it really. Like, is that kind of like it's shooting themselves in their in their feet type of deal? Like, I, I, we'll have to see. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know it'll be interesting. Yeah, sorry, I'm scrolling through Twitter here, and I'm like, how do all these people have bootleg copies of Spider Man? <laughs> They're like grabbing like stills. I'm like, yeah, how? I'm like, there's like videos <laughs> of like uh, all of them jumping off the uh, anyway. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be cool. It's a cool idea. Like, it's going to get people to watch. People are going to yeah. watch to see Spider-Man win it. Because I like I voted a ton for that movie because it's the best. Like, oh, I got to sit through the whole Oscars, but I, wa- I want to see it, you know. Exactly. Win. Which is good. I mean, and we'll get into this in a second, but they need viewership yeah. badly. So it, it makes sense. I get it. it makes, and then Zack Snyder fans sense. will get all upset again. <laughs> if a four-hour cut of the Justice League... <laughs> That's a really dangerous precedent. If like a four hour black and white four three cut of a movie that bombed at the box office, like if that if that shows up at the Oscars, dude, like that's dangerous precedent. That's very dangerous. It's it's not going to happen, but yeah. there's always the possibility. <laughs> oh man! All right, so wow. we're we're dancing around the main subject here. Yeah. Let's uh let's get into the 2022 Oscar nominations. Yeah. Where do you want to start with this, Josh? Well, let I want to I want to hear your thoughts about obviously we've we've both taken a look at the entire list here. I want to yeah. know your overall thoughts first before we dive in about if you think this is going to be successful in terms of ratings and if you just if you think this is a good slate. Like it's very interesting. It's not Yeah necessarily what i would have thought although there's a couple that i'm like yeah the power of the dog i understand yeah. but overall like feeling good bad like what what are you thinking i'm really jazzed about all of the films that are nominated yeah um i don't know if it's going to be like successful as a event mm-hmm. because and i don't know if this is how it's going to be going on like from now on, but all of the things that are nominated seem like much smaller things. Yeah. Like it's not big, huge thing, like, which it's, you know, not always it's like, like that a lot, but like the idea that Belfast is so prominently featured is kind of crazy to me. Cause I loved Belfast. It was really, really good. And like the performances and all that are amazing, but like, yeah, it's a short black and white film about growing up in Belfast. I almost said Dublin and then I was going to be so mad with myself, but now I'm calling myself out now. So, um, growing up in Belfast and like, it's like, there's no huge, like, the whole thing's shot on a block. Like it's like a very yeah. contained movie yeah. and it's like all over everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the same thing with like 
you know, the lost daughter or Spencer or, um, uh, I don't know, all kinds of different stuff. Power of the well, dog, e- even like, even like licorice pizza to some extent, it's like, it's not like big, massive, there will be blood PTA. Yeah. Like it's a very, it's not quiet, but it's a very, it's a much smaller contained meandering movie that doesn't really necessarily have a point to it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, well, even it's like you look at like, you know, uh, we'll say 2017 or something here. It's like, yeah. you know, you have like Arrival and Hidden Figures and La La Land and like these movies that were like big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe that's not the best example, but like we could go back further to like Gladiator and Lord of the Rings Return of the King and like, you know, the, yeah. the really big ones. So it's like, are people going to tune in for these smaller films i don't know right and a lot of films that how many people have seen these like there's a couple on streamers that like you could go watch right now like don't look up or whatever but well so here's the interesting thing not to like jump in here but almost all of them if they're not currently are going to be available on streaming soon yeah like the only ones i have my list here the only two movies that are not streaming before it goes to air are licorice pizza and parallel mothers Mm. everything mm-hmm. else is going to be on streaming, That's including crazy. worst person in the world and drive my car. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like I literally have my Oscar watch list divided by streaming platform right now. And like yeah. West side stories coming to Disney plus, you know, uh, house of Gucci is going to be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, code is on Apple plus. I mean, tragedy Macbeth, nightmare alley, flea, Tammy Faye, like all these things are streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's that might be like a saving grace to this mm-hmm. to this like production of it's way easier to see everything that's nominated than it's ever right. been before yeah like they used to do oh yeah these things are all getting oscar nominations we're gonna pull them back into theaters for another three weeks right. so you guys can all watch them um right but now it's like like i'm not sitting here like well all right so in order to see everything i have to go to the movies eight times right you know um I mean, we were talking about drive my car the other day we're like how are we gonna see yeah. this and then I was lo and behold it's so going to hbo <laughs> the, the closest the closest theater that is playing drive my car to me is an hour and a half from my house and it's a three-hour movie making it like at minimum a six-hour undertaking to go see that movie and i'm like yeah. and alone too because my wife's not coming to a three-hour movie in Japanese that's an hour and a half away like that's like a big commitment but I'm like oh wait I can block out three hours and knock this out as opposed to six so it's they they might get a a saving grace of a lot of people able to see what it is and then having bigger opinions on it it's true and it's kind of a smart way to do it because like Nightmare Alley just made it onto HBO and Hulu which I'm like that's a very interesting kind of uh, yeah how yeah, how did that happen? But it, it now I'm like, so many more people are going to see that movie versus, I mean, it obviously did horribly in theaters. I think it made like $10 million or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Which sucks. But, you know, now a whole bunch of people are going to see it and have seen it. Um, so I, that's that's a good point. That's a really good point. I wonder if that was if this is going to continue being like a trend, especially for these like smaller films, like Worst Person in the World. Like, yeah, 
it really does wonders for them because yeah. people get their eyes on it and they're already paying arm an arm and a leg for all these streaming services. So it's like, come on, dude, like just let people see your movie. I, I feel like I can use that as a good, like, let's jump into actually talking about the categories yeah. Let's do because it. let's talk about best director. Yeah. And how, um, how hard it is to navigate through these huge lists. Yeah. I'm doing the same. I'm like, where is, where is director? It? Director is down. Oh, there it is. Directing is what it's listed under. Um, so for best directing, we have our nominees of Belfast, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, and Drive My Car. Which like Ryusuke Hamaguchi, mm-hmm. and I, I apologize if I'm butchering that, um, but like playing with the big kids. Dude, yeah. Like Kenneth Branagh, PTA, Jane Cambia, Steven Spielberg, like yeah. hell yeah, dude! Like yes. get in, like I'm like that's a real. That was one of the ones I was like, that's awesome because so cool. Those are powerhouses in the directing world, and he's right up there with it. Yeah, some of the best, some of the best to ever do it, and he's right up there. And oh, someone, yeah. a filmmaker that I have absolutely no connection to, and I'm like, this is going to get people way yeah. more involved in his filmmaking, which is so cool. Um, no Villeneuve, which is very interesting. That, yeah, that was one thing that I'm like, hmm, okay, no Denis Love. All right, I see. Um, but the, yeah, dude, Dune is a very interesting. Like Dune is a weird like outlier. I feel like in a lot of this because I feel like a lot of these categories dune is in i think dune mm-hmm. is tied for most nominations i think so yeah but i feel like every time i read the list where dune's involved i'm like okay yeah i suppose that fits in there yeah even like you look at like cinematography and like the cinematography in dune is absolutely gorgeous it's awesome but you put it against nightmare alley power of the dog tragedy of macbeth oh, west side man. story like it's I don't think it I don't think it stands a chance really. It's weird. <laughs> like, I mean, we talked last year about how it was like, oh man, well, I guess this is more like the timing of last year, but like how there were all these major players showing up to release movies in in 2021 and this list is uh heavily indicative of that. Definitely. It really is. Um, and it's a, it's a very like uh, diverse kind of group too, which is cool. And I think yeah. that like obviously Parasite, um, and I think a little bit of Squid Game, like uh, yeah. like Asian filmmaking is becoming more of a thing in the states, which is cool. Yeah, I don't know necessarily that that had anything to do with the Drive My Car love because it's not like Parasite was one of those movies that again everybody saw beforehand. It wasn't yeah. like you know now it's going to be on HBO and now they've released the nominations and now everybody's going to go see drive my car. Yeah. I was like, no people saw parasite. People know yeah. who Bong Joon Ho is as a filmmaker. So it's very interesting to think about it that way. And I'm like, that's, and obviously the, over the years, the, the voting body has diversened a bit and, yeah. or become more diverse and which is both good and bad for the show, because I think a lot better selections are coming through, but a lot more obscure selections are also yeah. coming through which is going to be going both ways. Like more people are going to see them, but also the people who have no, like who don't care about film at all are going to be like, uh, worst person in the world. I'm not sure. I think that's like a Danish film or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, and it's just interesting. Drive my car up for best picture. 
as well. Dude, yeah. Not relegated to best international picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is like pretty fucking awesome. Like, and that's the thing of like, again, it's a three hour movie. Like the barrier for entry for Drive My Car is pretty high. Very high. You know what I mean? Like there's a large group of people that are going to be like, oh, cool. Oh, that's nominated. Oh, 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 it's three hours. Oh, it's in Japanese. Oh, it's in Japanese. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'll watch yeah. the trailer. Oh, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And there will be a bunch of people who don't, who it just doesn't resonate with at all. And that's another yeah. thing that I'm like, that's, it's just, it's really, um, it's just really cool to see something like this breakthrough. Yeah. Um, and it's truly is one of the best movies of the year. It's, it's kind of unanimous that this is one of the greatest movies yeah. that's come out. Um, which is very, very interesting. Um, do we want to run through just going from top to bottom now, like actors and then actresses here? Yeah, let's do it. Cause there's some interesting ones in here. Um, I want to know your, have you seen King Richard before we get into this? Not yet. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's start with that. The actor in a leading role here. So sure. we've got Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Yeah. That's kind of surprising to me. I heard that being the Ricardo, I haven't watched it. Heard I've heard it's not, I've heard mixed things. Yeah. Well, I heard he's good in it. I yeah. heard that they're not a hundred percent nailing the, like one-to-one comparison there, which is interesting, yeah. but it's Sorkin. So he kind of takes some liberties yeah. with a lot of stuff there. Um, we got Cumberbatch for the power of the dog, which I'm yeah. like, dude, yeah, which is well-earned. Yeah. He, <laughs> yep. he crushed that. Yeah. I'm there. Andrew Garfield for tick, tick, boom, which again, Hell yeah. nailed it. One of my favorite performances of the year. Yeah. Easily. Um, Will Smith for King Richard. Mm-hmm. Now I know you haven't seen this, this is a great performance, like truly an incredible performance by him. Yeah. Uh, do you think, I mean, he, I don't know if he, like Will Smith doesn't seem like the type who's ever really gone for that before besides maybe Ali. Yeah. And uh, what was that? The power of happiness that he did. Oh, the pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking at power of the dog. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this could be his year, man. This could be it. Yeah. I honestly think so. Cause like Denzel, I mean, he's been recognized a lot and he's incredible in the tragedy of Macbeth. If you see, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but su- yeah. superb, superb performance. Um, but this is a really interesting slate of actors here because it's not like the noisiest category, which yeah. they tend to go for a lot, but it is just quality all the way around. Like there's not one here that I'm like, yeah. eh, you know, obviously, I haven't, I don't know being the Ricardos that way. Sure. But, yeah. Well, it's, um, it's interesting to look at it because, like, I look at this list of five men and I'm like, I have opinions around each of them that, like, I'm yeah. like, I don't think is necessarily based on their performance. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, I'm like, oh, I've heard being, again, and this is, this is probably one of the categories that I have seen the fewest of. Um, but being the Ricardos, I've heard not great things. I don't know about, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, power the dog, like massive. Sure. Andrew Garfield, massive, amazing, smaller movie that didn't get a lot of other, like the power of the dog is like in every, like everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you look at Will Smith and I, I think Will Smith, like that's, I, I guess I, can he go there, you know? Uh, and then Denzel yeah. Washington, I'm like, yeah, Denzel, absolutely yeah. like it's Denzel but it's also like greats. you know 
my my question with Denzel Washington in the tragedy mm-hmm. Macbeth is how able are academy members and the answer is probably very like I'm not knocking on them at all but like how able are academy members to interpret the subtleties of a performance of Shakespeare mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean because it is odd and it's like if you put that up against something that's very palatable I guess would be the phrase like power yeah. the dog like it might be a little bit of a strange thing, but in that same vein, you know, they may be coming at it with like, Oh, it, Oh, it's Shakespeare. Shakespeare's fancy. I'm, right. I'm right. fancy too. So I vote for the Shakespeare one. Right. Um, it's true. It's true. And it's funny. Cause like, I think of all of these, King Richard is the most mainstream of any of these movies. It's one yeah. of those movies that would have done huge numbers had it not released in the, in the middle of a pandemic. I think this yeah. is just people love these like feel good sports movies with an outstanding performance, and it's yeah. one of those, um, which might work in its favor and it might not because it might not stand out as much as some of these others. Where I'm like, yeah, Andrew Garfield is Jonathan Larson. Like, oh yeah. man. So let's do this. Who do you think is gonna? Who do you think is gonna win? I think that Benedict Cumberbatch is going to win. I don't think that he necessarily should over all the rest of these people, yeah. but I think he's going to win. Who do you want um, to win? I I want Will Smith to win, dude. I thought he was yeah. incredible in King Richard. Like it's super subtle performance, but it's the it's the small things in that movie that I'm like, oh man, he's got this. He yeah. he he nailed it. Um, what about you? I from what judging from what you've seen, I think. I think Cumberbatch is going to win it. I feel like Power the Dog has that momentum to it that it's like it's yeah. going to kind of sweep through everything. Um, yeah. But I obviously, of course, really, really want Andrew Garfield to win because I'm obsessed with Andrew Garfield. I'm obsessed with Tick, Tick, Boom. And like that, that is probably what I'm talking about here of like that's incredibly palatable to the Academy. Like here's what they love kind of thing you know yeah it's like vaguely yeah. an industry movie it's like i don't know it's got all that that kind of oscar a guy portraying to it. another guy a real yeah. guy yeah they true love story that. like yeah um, <laughs> music's involved he shows that he can do more than just act like it's, yeah. it's a whole thing um yeah so, that's a good point yeah i hold out hope for andrew garfield because that would be an amazing moment um yeah which would be made all the more amazing when he comes back on stage 10 minutes later to accept uh Fan the favorite. voters' choice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Spider Man. Oh man! Just think of the after-party photos with him with like the two. In my head, this uh, award <laughs> is just now like a bronze Oscar. Yeah, you know, like, like what that's are they just gonna what do? it's going to be. Say the name of the yeah. movie and then just move on. Like it's um, got to be something. <laughs> but I just want that picture of Andrew Garfield holding two different color Oscars. Oh my god! Um, awesome. Anyway, uh, what about supporting role? Yeah, so this is the one where I've seen. I've seen less of these than I have of others as well. Cause oh, we've got, wait, pause. I want to go back to actor, uh, yeah. tragedy that Nick Cage was not nominated for pig. Absolutely bonkers. Unbelievable. Cause I like was, to think yeah. he, he was number six. Like yeah. just didn't, oh, yeah, yeah. just didn't crack the top five. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so actor in a supporting role. So I guess let's just run through these here. So I do not know how, how to pronounce this guy. Kyaran? Kyron sure. Hines, I don't know, Hines, sure. Belfast uh, for Belfast, <laughs> the got, guy from Game uh, of Thrones. Yes, exactly. Uh, Troy Coatser for Coda. Haven't seen that either. Um, Jesse Plemons for the Power of the Dog, which is interesting. I, I 
We'll, we'll talk about it in a sec. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos and Cody Smith McPhee for the power of the dog. Um, I haven't I don't, seen. Three I don't know of these how five. Cody Smith McPhee doesn't win this. Oh God, yeah, he, he he's definitely gonna win. Like for sure. The only thing I can think is if like Jesse Plemons splits the power of the dog vote. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. A, a part of it enough like yeah. he, he is in it a lot but i don't think that he didn't blow me away nearly as much as the other three including yeah. kirsten dunce like they really were throwing like, well and yeah kyron kyron hines there um from belfast is really really good in that but like yeah. a small role mm-hmm. you know what i mean comparatively like to the other characters there, like he's there and he's like a present character but like yeah it's not a huge performance and it's kind of the same thing with judy dench it's like you know yeah. these two people don't give bad performances um mm-hmm. so yeah i like i i i don't see him doing it i haven't seen coda either though i really really want to um it's on apple i think right yeah yeah that's yeah. an apple original um jk simmons i've heard is in being the ricardos for about 15 minutes i know and people are like why yeah um, like that's, that's, there are so many more, like I could have seen Bradley Cooper and licorice pizza in yeah. this, in this category. You it know? seems like a, Oh, we needed to round out the top five kind of thing. Right. Um, right. but I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, but I technically, I think and want Cody Smith McPhee to win this. Like, yeah. I think that's just going to happen. And that's what I, out of these five, that's who I'd like to see having not seen three of those movies. <laughs> yeah. I'll get there though. Trust me, I'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have much else to say about the supporting actors, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just, he has the most momentum behind it because of the movie and because his performance is just that good and that nuanced and that, like, yeah. I had never seen him really before. I don't sure. think he's done a, like a couple things, but I feel like this is his big, yeah. This is the big one. Yeah. And knocked it out of the park. The road was, I think, the original thing. He was the kid in the road. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Oh okay. So Which I just the really it. weird. Yeah. It's like oh yeah from two thousand nine. Um, but that's crazy. Yeah. So let's uh, let's pop over to actress in a leading role. Yeah. Which is probably one of the more. Well, I was gonna say probably one of the more like not diverse but like different uh, kinds of movies. I would and say other so. movies that are not represented elsewhere in the nominations. Yeah, yeah, which is really interesting. Um, I also have seen only one of these movies. <laughs> I've seen only two of these movies, but I don't think we can even see Parallel Mothers yet, which is interesting. Yeah. So, um, But so we've got Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. From long ago. Eyes yeah. of Tammy Faye was like May or June of last year, yeah. Yeah, and that was and that's been on a streamer for like that yeah. whole entire time, I believe, which is interesting. I've heard interest I've heard mixed things about that movie as well. Yeah. Um so we got Jessica Chastain, we have Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, mm-hmm. which is the Maggie Gyllenhaal movie, if I'm not yes. mistaken, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh we've got Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Um I've heard that Parallel Mothers is like absolutely incredible and that she deserves this 
I would really like to see it. I have no idea when we're going to be able to. Yeah. Was this one that was coming to streaming soon? I didn't. I don't think it is. I uh, haven't heard anything, and I, I've been keeping an eye out. I haven't heard anything of of this coming to streaming. It's a Sony movie, so there's no real. Oh, um, there's no like clear path to a streamer. Um, right. Ah, that's a bummer. But I mean, you know, Penelope Cruz, Javier Bardem. Yeah, That's well, it's also cool. it's uh, Pedro Almodovar. Um, yeah, again, apologizing on the pronunciation, but like, who is a continual like presence whenever he makes a movie? So yeah, that's true. Um, Th- this is the one. So Nicole Kidman, I've heard, really doesn't embody. Yeah. Lucille Ball like that's what I've heard from a lot of people my mom watched the movie she's been a huge fan of of Lucy forever and she's just like hmm I don't see it's, any part it's of never this. it's never sat right and like I feel like everyone I've ever talked to they're like yeah like I'm into the story but like Nicole Kidman yeah um, so that's like, kind of an yeah. odd choice Over I feel Gaga? like like hmm. well so that's the big snuff that everybody keeps talking about is is Lady Gaga but um I don't, Nicole Kidman to me seems like, and this, I, I mean, no disrespect. She is a legend, but like, oh, of course, seems like this nomination is the end of a massive Oscar campaign to get being the Ricardos all over the Oscar nominations. Right. Um, Which is typical. Yeah. Sorkin, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got all of the classic Oscar buzzwords. So, yeah. Now, who do you think is going to win out of this category? I, I genuinely have no idea. I would love to see Kristen Stewart win, but I have no clue yeah. who's going to take this. I would love to see Kristen Stewart win. Olivia Coleman is quickly turning into like the Meryl Streep of this generation of like sh- everything yeah. she does. She gets nominated for. Um, yeah. And like in that same vein, like most of the things that, Meryl Streep gets nominated for she wins for so right (laughs) um don't fact check me on that but I don't know I really want Kristen Stewart to win I I really want Kristen Stewart to win I think she was so good in that movie again so good we may have to revisit this like and like do a let's lock in our official choices like before the Oscars because I'm sitting here like I really yeah I really want her to win but I'm like I haven't seen Parallel Mothers or The Lost Daughter yeah. Um, Lost Daughter's good. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I feel like that's that's the three. I feel like Jessica Chastain and Nicole Kidman are, are not going to place in this, but Penelope Cruz, Kristen Stewart, and Olivia Coleman are are the big, the big hits. Agreed. If Kristen Stewart wins, I will be shocked, but I will be very happy because she, yeah, her, her performance was one of my absolute favorites of last year by yeah. a long shot. Yeah. So let's just get right into the supporting role for yes. actresses here. So we've got uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Yep. We have Ariana DuBose for The West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Judy Dench for Belfast, which is interesting. Uh, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. And Ingenue Ellis for King Richard. Yes. So the Judy Dench of it all. I haven't seen Belfast, but mm-hmm. uh, so fill me in exactly on <laughs> if this is a correct nomination. So this is like very much a supporting role. I mean, it's one of those like Judy Dench doesn't give bad performances. Of course. Yeah. And it's like in her realm too. You know what I mean? Like it's, but it's not a huge performance and it's, 
the thing I'll say about her, so she plays, um, what's his name there? Uh, Kiara and Hines' wife, like they're mm-hmm. an older married couple. And their dynamic between each other steals this movie. Like gotcha. their relationship okay. is amazing. And I think that's what's playing off of it because I remember more about the two of them than I do about the main parents. Gotcha. Um, so I think that's what we're feeding off of. And it is like a great performance, but it's small. Right. You know? Um, so as opposed to like Ariana Dubois, who I think is going to win this. Like, yeah. the, I, you know, Jesse Buckley and Kirsten Dunst, like good performances, you know, but like, I feel like West Side Story there is going to just like take it away on this kind of stuff. 100%. It, it feels like it stands above the rest. It definitely does. And and personally, I would love to see Anjanou Ellis take something because sure. she was fantastic in King Richard. Um, but it's not, again, it's not going to be, like none of these other movies had the fanfare that yeah. West Side Story did at all. And, and, or the, or the name recognition. I mean, West Side Story had stuff going into it that just, you know, none of these other films could. And they also directed by Steven Spielberg. It's, it's, there's a lot going into it. So I, I agree. Yeah. She probably is going to take it. Um, it's a good category though, but it's weird because Kirsten Dunst, like she was good in the power of the dog, but I just, there's something about when she, she does these performances that are very similar yeah. where she's just strung out, which she does very well, but it's not my favorite kind of Kirsten, performance. Kirsten Dunst, I, this is, and this is going to seem mean, but like, this is my vibe <laughs> off of her. I'm like, I feel like Kirsten Dunst is a person who convinced everyone that she can act. Mm. And like, she can to a degree, but like, I like whenever I see a Kirsten Dunst performance, I feel like it's like, there's not like, she's not reaching for anything. No. You know what I mean? It's like, it's there and like, she's doing what she's doing and it works. But like, I don't know. Like, I feel like everyone else is just like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Um, You know, I think back to like, um, uh, eternal sunshine of the Mm -hmm. spotless mind. And I'm like, she's good in that. But like, there's not a lot there, you know? Um, yeah. I think of like melancholia and it's like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah like good, but very similar kind of thing to power the dog. Like mm-hmm. I don't think of any Kirsten Dunst roles that I'm like, Oh, she was so good in that. Right. You know, like where, truly transformative. Yeah. Where you like, look at like Kristen Stewart and you're like, I don't have a lot of roles in my head where I'm like, Kristen Stewart, fucking amazing but she right. is fucking amazing and she was fucking amazing as Spencer. Yeah. So exactly. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. <laughs> yeah. So it's always interesting when they do these, uh, when they do these shows because supporting role actor and actress are like knocked out first. Yeah. Of like, let's get going. And you're like, uh, okay. And they're like, I feel like they feel like they're throwaways, but they're not, they're like huge awards. So they really are. Uh, it's true. They the start the finishing. Well, they're all huge awards, but the start and the, yeah. the end are, you know, those are the ones that people pay attention to. Yeah. Um, so let's just run through the best picture noms here. Well, let's let's before we get into the best picture, let's I want to loop around to a couple things. Sure. Um, 
I want to talk about Flea. Oh, yes, yes. Flea is a feature-length documentary animated film that got a nomination for Best International Feature. It's from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Animated Feature and Best Documentary. And that's a thing that no film has ever taken all three of those, and like, it, which is like not surprising. Not even sure. taken, but been nominated, um, which yeah. is like not surprising because how many full-length foreign animated documentaries are there? <laughs> Yeah, um, but watching the Oscar nominations put Flea on like my top to watch list. Like I'm so excited to watch this movie. Um, yeah. and it's just, it's going to be fucking like, I'm so excited. It's going to be crazy. And like my hope for that is real. And I really want it to take all three of those. Um, yeah. I don't know what other document I like. I don't know anything about, um, you know, writing with fire or Ascension or Attica. Um, yeah, I did hear a lot about summer of soul, um, which is the other yes. documentary nominated, but, yep. um, and other animated films. I like, you know, there's, uh, it's your classic, like here's all of yeah, Disney Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I mean, fleas in there too. And then, yeah. And then you're in there with Encanto and, uh, and Luca and, um, the Mitchells versus the machines, which apparently is Phil Lord and Chris Miller, which I didn't really know. Um, good movie. Really good. movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and then Raya, the last dragon, like, yep. I like kids movies. Yeah. It's the, yeah. Um, and then there's, there's international feature film, which is going to be fucking crazy. I like, I don't know how I'm Dude. ever possibly going to pick. So international feature film, um, which is a new, it's no longer foreign language film. Yeah. Um, which I guess I, like, I was like, kind of like, oh, that's weird. But then I was like, yeah, I guess there's like a lot of people that speak English. Like, yeah, you know, like, um, but we're looking at drive my car, which we've already talked about from Japan flee, which we've already talked about. Um, the hand of God from Italy, which I don't know much about that one. Um, mm-hmm. Lunana, Lu, Lu, yeah, Lunana, a yak in the classroom from Bhutan, which is like not a country you see a lot of films coming out of. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then the worst person in the world from Norway. And it's like, yeah, you know, due respect to the other two, but like drive my car flee and the worst person in the world are massive movies for one category. Um, yeah. And I have no idea how I'll ever choose which of these I want to win. Um, Should be a three way tie. I mean, I've I, heard that these are all the best yeah. movie of the year. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's insane. It's so absolutely I, yeah. insane. I just wanted to touch on flee because I am. Yeah blown away by a film's capability to do that so yeah well and that just goes to show like this whole entire oscar slate right here is just they're diversifying a lot which i enjoy like it's stuff that you really wouldn't typically see i mean some of them obvious but like a lot of them i'm just like oh okay yeah let's do this like let's do this parallel mothers is up there for a lot of different awards i'm like nobody i know has even heard of that yeah. or seen it and i've heard it's an incredible film um so it's exciting and i hope that this gets people to see these movies versus just not watch the the show at all you yeah know? it could have one of those two two outcomes there. yeah um but uh but yeah so let's talk about our best picture nominations very interesting slate do we have anything to say about writing not i feel like writing is kind of you know 
I mean, it's it's I, it's everyone we've I'll, already been talking about. Yeah. The only thing I'll say overall, especially for writing, is I it always pains me when Wes Anderson doesn't get a nomination for these things because he his writing is some of the best out there. Whenever he puts yeah. out a movie, I'm like, mm, he should be up for cinematography. He should be up for writing. Yeah. That's just two of the and he no no love here at all for yeah. the French dispatch, which is Zero. me a little sad. Zero at all. Little um, sad. Um, but other than that, no, we can just yeah. dive right into the best pictures here. So 10 this year. Yeah. Had to be 10. Traditionally, well, not traditionally, but like the past, I don't know how many years, it's been, you can have up to 10 and the Academy's usually done somewhere between five and eight. Yep. But this year they're like, nope, you gotta do 10. So to just run through it really quick and then we'll sort of break down the ones we want to break down. Our nominees are Belfast, which we've talked about, Coda, Don't Look Up. Drive My Car, hell yeah, up in the mm-hmm. up with the big boys. Dune, Let's go. Drive My Car and Dune in like the same sentence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. That is a list of movies. Yeah, and honestly, like just seeing Drive My Car in there with, if you're looking at just the directors, yeah. I'm like, you're up there with the best, like some yeah. of the absolute best to do it right now. And that is so, that means you're one of the best. Like yeah. that's what that means. Yeah. Um, which is fucking incredible. Um, what, what would you do if Don't Look Up took it? <laughs> that's literally the one I look on this list and I'm like, God, please don't let it be that one. I know it's a very divisive movie, and I that's why I feel like it won't win, but I'm like... Sure. <laughs> like, all the hype around this movie makes me feel like I just don't get movies. <laughs> Which, like, I know is not true. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm like, it's yeah. just... Like, it didn't work for me, and I'm like, that's fine. But I'm like... Yeah. I don't know, man. That's the only one that I'm like... I don't know. It's because it's the Academy loves Adam McKay. It's really true. That's what it is. He is the um, Anna Hathaway of the yeah. 2020s. It's true. And I and I enjoyed Don't Look Up. I fucking love that by... comparison. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Adam McKay, the Anne Hathaway of 2022. The Anne Hathaway of, oh my God. Wow. I love it. I wonder what she would think about that. Um, and yeah, so, and I enjoyed don't look up far more than a lot of other people did. And there's no chance that this should win over any other movie on this list. Just no way. Um, I don't think that drive my car is going to win, but just the sheer number of nominations, it has a bigger chance than I would have thought. I'm pretty sure power of the dogs taking this, but like it, it, it's not out of the question. And I think honestly, it might come down to like Power the Dog, West Side Story, Drive My Car, and maybe Don't Look Up just because Yeah. Just because they love Adam McKay. Like they just do. Yeah. Um It's one of those things that like I think we'll know as we're getting closer to the end. Like if Power the Dog is just sweeping everything, then I feel like we'll have a better sense of if it's going to be power of the dog or if it's like, sometimes it's like, Oh, it's been too many. And they're going to be like, okay, well you want everything else. So we're going to give it to licorice pizza or something like that. Not that that's how Academy voting works in any capacity, but, but, um, but I mean, like if I were to make my prediction here, I think West side story is going to take this. Really? I think, I think West side story is just too on point for exactly what Hollywood and, 
the Academy, like love legend director, mm. like beautiful cinematography, a remake of classic cinema. Like, yeah, like it just that it has that mentality around. Let's like, right. Here's what the Oscars are here to honor. Um, right. You know, right. And it does tend to go back to that, like golden age of Hollywood kind of vibe that they always love so much. Um, Oh yeah, they're all about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like um, the artist and things like that. But right, right. Interesting. No Rachel Ziegler for um, best actor actress, which I thought was interesting, and no Alana Haim either. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot. Kind of just not here, too. Um, which yeah. we don't have to talk too much about that. But like, yeah. Like we said, there's like no Gucci here, which I don't. I think Gucci had like that opportunity to. Like, I don't think House of Gucci was ever going to be, like, a huge Oscar nomination movie. No. I think everyone was just like, oh, it's going to be huge because everyone in it ever is, like, an Oscar winner. Right, literally, yeah. And it's Ridley Scott. It's but Ridley like, Scott. Um, I don't know. What do you think is going to take Best Picture, did you say? Uh, well, so, I think it's going to be The Power of the Dog just because of the sheer number of uh, nominations behind it and and the power that, not the power, the, the like, the kind of i don't even know how to put this but just the role that it's it's on right now yes yeah. everybody's talking about it yeah the momentum there it is yeah um but i could see it going to drive my car i could definitely see it going to west side story i really don't think it's going to go to kind of any of the other ones i think it might yeah. be down to those three i would love i would love to see it go to something like I don't know. Not even King Richard. I don't think it's better than the power of the dog. I, I would like it to see the, I would like to see it go to the power of the dog. Yeah. That's what I would like. But I don't know. This is a decent slate. I will be, I will be unhappy uh, if it goes to Dune as well. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I don't because like I like Dune and I think it was well done, but like when it comes down to it, Dune is half of a movie. Yeah. Like, I, you know? Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. Like, Yeah. <laughs> It'll be really interesting to see what happens because some of them I feel like are pretty obvious and some of them could go anywhere. Say Del Toro gets a second for Nightmare Alley. I mean, who yeah. knows? Could happen. And I thought that movie was great, but I don't think it's that really made talk. That really made my mind race for a second. I was like, what the fuck was Benicio Del Toro nominated for? Oh. I was like, oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, I'm literally staring at Nightmare Alley on my screen. And it's like, oh, right, I'm an idiot. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I I, would be kind of bummed if it went to Licorice Pizza or Coda or even Belfast. I think that yeah. there's, they're, they're probably really, fin- like, I know Licorice Pizza was a really well-made film, but it's just, it doesn't have that, I don't know. It just didn't have that kind of point there yeah. was no, there was nothing there for me to grasp onto. Whereas the power of the dog really made me feel stuff. Yeah. Um, and even Nightmare Alley, I'm like at the end of that, like I, I told you, I'm like at the end of that movie, I was just like, damn, I love movies. This, yeah. this really made me appreciate it again. Uh, so we'll have to see, man. Excellent. It's a yeah. really cool best picture slate here. It uh, is across the board. We'll have to get a, a pool going. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We should get some people Absolutely. involved in that. Yeah, and I need to watch way more of these movies yeah. too. <laughs> but as free I said at the top, it's just looking at that free guy and uh, uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not that those two are on the same, but 
and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I none of the effects in any of those movies, I mean, aside from Dune, really blew yeah. me away that much. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be Dune because Dune had their whole thing with the, the new tech of uh, they use the the Mandalorian. Uh, oh, the volume. Volume thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That looked great. So. Yeah. So the Oscars are coming, everybody. God, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have the chance to watch almost all of them. Yep. Um, so you should go out. I know all of the, uh, streaming platforms are pushing what they have, you know, as soon as you log into it. So mm-hmm. you have no excuse yeah. unless you don't subscribe, but yeah. get a free trial. They're all out there. So, yeah. Um, the Oscars themselves, uh, are coming on March 20 something, 27th, maybe. Yeah. March 27th, 27th. Sunday. Yes. Yeah. On ABC. Um, so go watch that. Yeah. Watch Andrew Garfield stand up there and accept two awards. Yes. It's going to be so fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right, let's bring it back. Uh, you yep. want to, you want to do some, some recommendations here, Josh? You want to tell us it. what our recommendation criteria is for this week? Yes. So our prompt this week was that we had to recommend a movie to y'all that uh, was an Oscar snub, a.k.a. it did not, it lost over something that it shouldn't have lost to. And that was kind of going for all time, not just over a number of years. Uh, So it's kind of a broad category, but I just went obviously for like best picture type of deal. Uh, And do you want me to go first? Uh, first? I can go either way. You pick, Josh. All right. Um, I'm going to go first, I guess. Okay. (laughs) uh so i chose a movie that i watched again recently and uh i can't i forgot that this actually was snubbed out of an award here uh and it's a movie that goes by the name of taxi driver Mm. uh by the maestro himself martin scorsese which lost to uh rocky which i won't say a bad word about rocky but in no way shape or form is rocky better than taxi driver that's a tough i'm sorry like there's just I just don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't know what Taxi Driver is, it's a film that stars Robert De Niro, Jodie Foster, Sybil Shepherd, along with a whole bunch of other of Marty's faves like Harvey Keitel, uh, and it follows a mentally and emotionally unstable war veteran who goes by the name of Travis Bickle, and uh, who takes up driving taxis at night to kind of combat his insomnia. And uh, I'm not going to get too into the story because you just need to watch it to kind of get get more of what's going on. But he kind of becomes like a cross between like a like vigilante slash knight in shining armor that doesn't really necessarily know how to do the right thing, which is really interesting. Um, Great performances across the board. Jodie Foster is absolutely incredible in this movie. Uh, It's dark. It's really violent. And it's grimy, and it also feels kind of like a dream, especially when he's driving the taxi at night. It's shot really beautifully on film, and it makes sense because he's kind of going in and out of like stability, which is which is perfect. It captures the 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 um, the feeling and the emotion and everything quite perfectly. And obviously, it's a Scorsese movie, so you know it's directed well, it's written well. Um, I think it's a Paul Schrader script, so of course, again, nailing it. Uh, and it is streaming on Netflix, so go check out Taxi Driver. I think it's about two hours long, and yeah, I can't really believe that it lost to Rocky. Honestly, like, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's that's pretty one insane. of those I'm like, there's there's politic in there somewhere that I want to know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Scorsese, I mean, I, he he won for Departed, which I'm like, I 
like The Departed, but it's not my favorite Scorsese movie. Sure. Like, it's it's fun, but like, <laughs> it's not better than Wolf of Wall Street. Like, there's there's a bunch. Yeah. It, that's the topic for another day. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's my recommendation for y'all this week. What do you have, Willis? So my recommendation is going to be a movie that was not, well, it's a complex though. Uh, it was nominated for and won Best Picture, uh, but mm. the snub came in the fact that its director was not nominated at all. Uh, and that is 2013's Argo, directed oh. by Ben Affleck. This is one of those ones that I like. I still, this is the first thing I thought of when we came up with it because I was like, I don't really believe how Argo being the movie that it is. Yeah. And doing what it did, it won best picture. It won uh, best editing. It won best score. Like mm-hmm. it was one of those major players. And I don't know how Ben Affleck is just like not even mentioned in its, in his director capacity for that, because it is a brilliantly, brilliantly directed movie. Yeah, really. And like, I mean, the category that year was pretty stacked. Uh, Ang Lee ended up winning for Life of Pi, which that's a tough sell for me. That's a t- like, I liked Life of Pi. Ang Lee stuff tends to not hit with me as much as I wish it would. Um, yeah, same. But it's just like, I don't know how he's not even like nominated. It's crazy. Um, Argo is a movie... Uh, as I said, directed by Ben Affleck about um, a CIA agent played by Affleck who basically launches a fake movie to go rescue six Americans in Tehran uh, who like have been basically trapped in the in the country. Um, mm-hmm. I have never exhaled. I have never been more aware of how much my entire body was tensed for an extended period of time. Than yeah. the moment at the end of this movie, um, it's just like the the it's this what it is. The directing of it is incredible. The like the presence and like the like stress that you feel come through this movie is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. And one of the biggest snubs of all time that Ben Affleck didn't even get nominated for it. Truly, it's like pretty disrespectful. And I think Affleck thrives as a director. I think his yeah. acting is neither here nor there. But he is a world class filmmaker. Yeah, truly. Like he's, he's one of those, one One of those those. guys. Yeah. So that is my, that is my recommendation, um, for this this week. So, hell yeah. All right. Let's, let's bring it home. The Oscars got us talking for long periods of time again. I know. A uh, lot to go over. Lots to go over. Yeah. 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 We'll have to do, when we get a little closer, we'll have to do a, a revisit, if not a full episode on, I guess yeah. we just did do a full episode of the Oscars, but on the nominations. But once we've, once we've gotten our heads yeah. wrapped around more of them, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So uh, let's bring it home. Josh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, people can find me on the internet on Instagram at Josh J. Fuller. You can also find me on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33. Fuller is spelt with no E. You can also find me in every single movie that I watch on Letterboxd at Josh Fuller as well. Uh, and where can people find you, Willis? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at Willis Film. Uh, you can see my never ending vote for uh, Andrew Garfield as best moment. Um, just, I just want him to have it, man. Uh, and yeah, if you want to find, uh, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at pixel splitters on Twitter at pixel split pod and on 
Letterboxd at Pixel Splitters, where you can find all of our recommendations, top fives, bottom fives, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So do us a favor, like, subscribe, bell, review, all those things. All those things. Um, and we'll... Uh, Helps us out. We'll keep it going. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. 40. 40, 40 episodes. episodes in, folks. Coming up on that big one year, which will not be 52. We did miss a couple weeks, so... Uh, yes. Probably around like 50. We'll... Oh, my God. We're only like 10 episodes away, my man. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Bonkers. <laughs> Um, Time flies, man. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right. All right, dude. Well, we'll talk to you next week. And um, yeah, yeah, let's get to watching those movies. Let's do it. Everyone should go and watch as many Oscar noms as you can. Yeah. Please. You don't even have to go. Just stay. No, just stay. Sit, Sit on your couch home. and watch. Watch them. Yeah. All right. I'll <laughs> all talk right. to you next week, dude. <laughs>